Okay, there we go. All right. Oh boy. All right. 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 Welcome back. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Procrastinate Podcast. I am your host, Matthew B. Stein. Thank you so much for joining me for episode 57 of the Procrastinate Podcast. Hooray! It's the first ever morning edition of the Procrastinate Podcast. It is currently 8.39 on Monday, September 20th of 2021. First ever morning edition of the podcast. Hooray for that, everybody. Give it up. Cheers. Cheers. Hooray. Hooray. Matthew Shine is not typically a morning person. What? While I will admit I do have the capacity to wake up early, it's not my preferred time to wake up during the day. I much prefer to sleep in and, and, and sleep the day away. But also with that comes a little bit of dread and anxiety because you slept half the day of the way, half the day away. So I decided this week to wake up early and I guess be productive maybe? Try to be? So here we are. Episode 57, Procrastinate Podcast. Let's get into it. Welcome back, everybody, to the Procrastinating Podcast. I am your host, Matthew B. Stein, Matthew Brandstein, whatever you want to call me. Matthew, not Matt, though, because that's the old stinky white man name. (coughs) (coughs) The word of this week is resurrection. I think I'm going to start giving every episode a word of the week, and this week's word of the week is resurrection. This past week has been a doozy. As I mentioned last week, four of my roommates tested positive for the coronavirus, COVID-19, the virus that has plagued the earth for the last 16 months, 18 months, some amount of time, uh, made my life more complicated, but as of yesterday, everybody in my house is cleared and there no longer is coronavirus within my household. And your boy managed to avoid the sickness. I don't know if that just means I'm built different. If I'm cut from a different cloth, maybe I'm related to your Clark Kent. You never know. Maybe I'm a superhero. While it is unlikely, it's still not... You cannot rule it out. We don't know for sure. So since this word of the week is resurrection, I want to talk about my plans for this week. As if I really have any. But I'm going to just make it up on the spot. Um... I see my roommates leaving the house out of the reflection of one of the car bumpers. They're over there. Um, hi. Yeah, you too. So this is the first time this semester that I've woken up before 9 a.m. on a day. And it feels good, I must say. It does actually genuinely feel good. Uh, I mentioned in the intro, I don't typically like waking up early. But the exact same, I, the exact same time I do. So... You know how when you're born, you get half your genetics from your parents? You get half from your mom, half from your dad? Uh, I think that reigns true with my sleep cycles as well. So my dad is a very, a very, very late, he loves to stay up late. A very much a night owl, uh, will stay up all the way through the night and sleep through the day. 
just because that's like what he prefers I and I get that too I feel that for sure staying up late is fun because you have like sort of autonomy after like 10 p.m. everybody goes to sleep so everything gets quiet and you can kind of do what you want in the darkness and live your life but on that same hand my mom is an early riser loves to get up early in the morning get up the crack of dawn go get him go get her she grew up on a farm her dad was a farmer so it's just kind of in her blood get up and attack the morning and go get him you got to get those eggs early bird gets the worm and this would come into handy like when we would go on road trips a lot so we did go on road trips a lot we went every summer we'd go on a baseball trip we would drive somewhere across the country to go to some baseball stadiums just as a family trip always a good time but because my parents sleep schedules we always worked it out perfectly where my dad would stay up till four or five in the morning just driving us all the way through the night and then my mom would take over in the morning and get up at like 5, 6 a.m. and drive through the day so we didn't really have to ever stop. And it's kind of a beautiful thing. Uh, I, would, I would like to ask my parents now in hindsight how they feel about it uh, because it probably was kind of annoying, but it got us to our destination faster and we didn't have to stop at a hotel, which would have been expensive. So good on them, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what the point of that is, but I guess it explains the sleep cycles that I kind of have. So I googled advantages of waking up early because I know there are some advantages of waking up early and I wonder like why we are better when we wake up early is just because we have more time or we feel more productive or we feel like we should be doing something with our time because when I wake up late I typically feel lazy I feel kind of like a bum like I've like wasted time like I should be doing something else, like I should be being more productive, like I should have gotten up early. It's like, typically on a Monday, I don't have a class till 4 p.m. So I'd wake up at like 11, maybe 10, 11. But today I woke, chose up to wake up at 8 a.m. My body actually woke me up at like 7.30. And the benefits of that are, according to this website at least, enhance organization skills. Eat healthy foods. I don't know how... Waking up early gives you time to make a healthy, healthy breakfast, and it doesn't have to be anything elaborate. Smoothies, salads, and fruit bowls only require a few minutes to prepare. Early risers have this time to prepare a simple, healthy breakfast themselves and their family. If you wake up late, chances are you'll be late for everything else, creating a domino effect. When you're running late, you'll often pick up times, often times pick up an easy-to-eat breakfast like a donut or muffin, or skip breakfast altogether. Breakfast is an important meal, giving you the energy to start the day. Skipping this meal makes your body crave energy and you end up eating something high in sugar or fat to instantly satisfy or satiate yourself. Okay, there is a cause and effect. I thought it was going to be just like, if you're more motivated in the morning, but I mean it kind of is. You just have like a few more minutes in the morning to toss something together. Uh, that reminds me, now I want to go get breakfast. Damn. I love breakfast. Breakfast is the best meal of the day, 150%. And here on campus, they have pretty good breakfast. I mean, it's decent. It's always greasy as fuck, but that's okay. I'm, 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 I'm kind of here for that. I need that soul food to, to give me that. The grease is more like gas in the morning. It kind of fuels my, fuels my system and gives me that extra pep in my step to get going. Really, you know, uh, really turns on the turbocharger, if you will. God, I love breakfast. If I, if I could eat crispy bacon and it was, it wouldn't clog my arteries over time. If I could eat that every meal for the rest of my life, I think I probably would. One time, when I was 13, 13 years old, you know, like, so you imagine your typical sweaty 13 year old. When you're 13, you're in like sixth or seventh grade, maybe eighth grade, you're, uh, you're, you're 
you're you're changing. You're going through puberty. You're uh, uh, learning who it, you're learning that girls are attractive and are attracted to you. So maybe you had your first girlfriend at this time. I had my first girlfriend at 12 years old. I remember when I was growing up, my parents told me I couldn't have a girlfriend until I was 16. I said, screw you. I'm going to have a girlfriend because I am the new hotness at school. Because I moved to the new public school in 6th grade. And for some reason, there's this weird sort of Jedi mind trick. When new kids go to a public school and those girls in the public school see the new kid. Especially when they're a cutie little pie like I was. This weird Jedi mind trick happens where all of the girls at the school, when there's a new kid, they think that he's new and special, and that he has something else that the other boys don't have. Granted, he is just another stinky, sweaty, 13-year-old boy who wears too much Axe body spray and doesn't brush his teeth in the morning. But these girls think he's special. So they all just melt over him for the first eight to ten weeks that he's at school. He has like three or four girlfriends in that time. Doesn't kiss any of them because why would you ever do that? Girls are terrifying. What if they would bite me or something? Who knows? Definitely have cooties. But let's go back to 13-year-old Matthew. So in this time when you're a stinky 13-year-old boy, you start to get to know girls and girls start to think they're interested in you. Even though realistically they're actually not because you suck and you're stinky and... You definitely need a shower. You probably should wash those clothes as well because you've worn the same Under Armour shirt two weeks in a row and it's starting to stretch. It's starting to get grainy. It's starting to change color. It's now like more of an off gray rather than an actual gray. Um, but you wear it because you jokingly have an Under Armour sponsorship and you say it to your parents just so they buy you more Under Armour gear and so you look cool or with the trends. And girls love it. They just eat up this, this gray Under Armour shirt that you wear over and over and over and over again. Because it's your favorite shirt. So, when you're, cute, when you're this cute little boy, eventually a girl will take a liking to you. And you'll tell, take a liking to her because you slowly understand that maybe all girls don't have cooties. Some of them definitely do. Definitely, definitely do. And some boys have worse cooties than girls. And that is an actual fact. I said that as a boy. So eventually you'll meet a pretty girl, and you'll be quite smitten by her, and you'll start dating. And she'll be your first girlfriend in your life. And she's a wonderful young lady, and realistically, honestly, you did pretty well for yourself. Did better than some would probably expect out of a stinky, Under Armour shirt-wearing, 13-year-old Matthew Stein. You did pretty good for yourself. You got yourself a mature girl, who's not only your age, but is actually... A year older than you. So you're going for those older ladies. You're into that fine wine. And they're into you. And life is good. So when you're dating somebody, you have these holidays and parties that you have to go to and take part in. Like Valentine's Day, Christmas, birthdays. And with these birthdays and these special days and these holidays and these events, you typically have a meal tied to them especially birthdays always typically a meal with birthdays whether it's with birthday cake or not there's a meal and sometimes if you're in a small town and there's very few restaurants to pick from there's only a select nice few restaurants you can go to so you go to one in your local entertainment center Eugenia's named after 
the wife of a very rich man who once lived in your town. <laughs> so here's the scene. We're at the fancy restaurant. There's a buffet laid out. All the food you could ever want. We got bacon. We got eggs. We got potatoes. We got every form of potatoes. We got the, the scraggly, like, uh, like, potato mashes, you know? Like the little, like, potato crisps, that the little skinny ones. We got, I think we have french fries. We definitely got potato wedges. Always a classic. Hit or miss, though, depending on how well they're cooked. Hit or miss. But always a classic for sure. You got some, 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 some chiles. Some, some eggs, for sure. I think I said that already. But also different forms of eggs. We've probably got hard-boiled eggs. Never been a hard-boiled eggs. I feel like if you throw a hard-boiled egg against the ground, it'll bounce right back up into your hand. Kind of like a yo-yo or a bouncy ball. Uh, never like the texture. Way too spongy. Way too spongy. I wonder... How did the first person hard boil an egg? I, I don't, do not want. Okay, anyways, when you're stinky 13 year old boy, you're with, you're with your girlfriend at her 13th or 14th birthday party. You're with her, her best friend, her parents who are divorced, and her grandma, and I think maybe one other person. What do you get to eat? Now a typical sensible person might think, okay, we have this buffet, every food you could ever want. Let's get a balanced meal, because we have every food under the sun, so we can really make the most out of this. We can have a healthy and energized meal to fuel our young, growing body. Now you see, 13-year-old Matthew Stein is not like most 13-year-old boys. He chose to do something different. He chose to get one item and one item only. Can we guess what that one item is? Matthew Stein, at the first ever meal that he went to with a girlfriend, his first girlfriend and the girl that he had as his first kiss, he got one item and one item only. And that was crispy bacon. <laughs> now this may not be as funny of a payoff as I want it to be, but... <laughs> I had never met her parents, other than her mom, maybe when I went over to her house a couple of times. <laughs> I decided to eat two to three plates of crispy bacon the whole time. And also, oh my god, I, cr I think back to this every now and then and I cringe. I cringe, 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 cringe. I gave her fuzzy socks for her birthday, which to be fair isn't a bad gift, but like, oh my god, I don't... Buying gifts is one of the hardest things to do in the whole entire world, especially as a 13-year-old boy. You have no idea. I should have just bought her Hulk hands or something. That would have been like, equally as good of a gift. Well, actually, yeah, that's a lie. Any anybody will ever take fuzzy socks. I think actually, now that I think about it, fuzzy socks is kind of like an evergreen kind of gift. So uh, shout out to my mom for that one. She really came through for that because Matthew Stein had no idea what to get a girl at 13 years old. He probably bought her a Nerf football or maybe given her that gray Under Armour shirt that he wore too much. Because who really knows what girls want? Definitely not a 13-year-old Matthew. Sometimes I think that my world is too dominated by women. That I'm too... I don't know. So I, sometimes I wish I had more male friends, even, honestly. Like, I have guy friends, but I live with six girls. If I go to hang out with somebody outside of my house, there's a good chance that it's a girl. And not even like I'm like... A ladies man hooking up with all these ladies or whatever like just most of my friends are girls 
And there's really not anything wrong with that. Although sometimes it does question people, make them question me whether I'm gay or not, which I'm not. I'm very comfortable with my sexuality, but people do question me every now and then. It just puts me in an interesting situation. And I think it stems from the fact that my mom is a saint. Big ups to mom. Love you wherever you're at. Love you. But I don't know. I just... Sometimes I wish I had more bros. Like, so I'm a sports media major. I work in sports and I go to these sporting events. And with these people that I go to these sporting events, obviously they also know sports. So for example, this last Saturday, so yesterday I worked a football game or soccer game here at Butler. And the guy that was doing the announcing, we talked about sports for a good while. And I love, love talking about sports. I love it so much. It's my favorite thing to do in the world, I think, honestly. I could do it forever and ever and ever. But with my girlfriends, I don't really have that ability to talk about sports. And it's something that I'm missing from my life. And something that I honestly think I need in my life. And I need... I also need guy friends just to... I don't know. I don't want to sound like Donald Trump here, but... Excuse me. Just to have... Those... Locker room conversations if you will like to talk with my boys about girls in the way that boys do not not like Oh grab her by the pussy not not that that's not what I'm saying at all, but I don't know like I Feel like it's more socially acceptable to be a horn dog around your guy friends than it is your girlfriends because girls at least were taught that's supposed to be clean and well kept and 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 aren't supposed to be dirty in these things, even though they are, for sure. Girls are stinky and gross. We know this. But just like with your guy, your, your guy friends, it's just different. And I just wish I hung out with my guy friends more, I guess. And it, it, that really falls onto me. It just, it just comes down to me making that, doing that action and, and, and reaching out to them and, and hanging out with them. It's really not that hard. Oh, man, I'm a weird guy. I'm a weird guy. I have friends. That I want to hang out with, but I don't hang out with them. And I have friends that I want to hang out with that I try to hang out with, but the plans always seem to fall through. Like we never really come together and actually hang out. And I think that's because I'm a weird guy. I think sometimes people around me don't know how to act. Like I was hanging out with one of my friends that I, or like one of my newer friends that I made this year on Saturday after we worked that game together. And he just seemed uncomfortable around me. And I just think that like, I don't know if my presence is intimidating. Like when he was over here, I was sitting in this chair behind me. This, not this one, he was sitting in this chair actually, but you see that like gray brown chair behind me. I was sitting in that one, we were just hanging out in my garage and he seemed uncomfortable and I was just being myself, living my best life as comfortable as possible. But he seemed off and I think I, I guess I just give off a weird vibe sometimes. Like I was too comfortable in that environment. And then like when I, those people that I want to hang out with, but we just don't hang out because it falls through or whatever. I think at times I give off weird vibes with those people. So that's why the plans don't come together all the time because they don't know what to make of me, I guess. And then I think at, at, at different times, I think this is all in my head that I'm just a goof. Like I am a goofy guy, but I'm still just Matthew B. Stein. I'm just living my life. I'm just being me. And other people are being awkward or I'm just making this up in my head. So like my social situations are more complex. I don't know. 
And then I, I, I think all of these things, and I have this thought, these logics that I just explained to you. And even from that, I think, you're a weird guy. Why are you thinking about all of these things? Weird guy. But then I never come to any kind of resolution. I never change my behavior in any way. I never, uh, I, I never start acting different or, or behaving different or responding differently to people, which is probably a good thing because I don't want to act or behave or change my behavior in any way. But I just think I'm a weird guy. I'm really hungry. And I think on that note, it's time for me to go get breakfast and start my day. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the Procrastinated Podcast. Episode 57 is in the books. Hope you enjoyed the story of my first girlfriend and the time that I ate just, just breakfast at a buffet for the first meal I went to with my first girlfriend. In summary, bacon is good. I am weird. And, but, I, but although I'm weird, I'm going to continue to be weird because why would I be anything different? And that is it. I have been your host, Matthew Bussine. You have been fantastic, as always. As genuinely always. And I will see you next week next week's episode of the Procrastinate Podcast.